you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Tua looking to make a healthy return this year and stay on the field. More on that in just a minute as we welcome you inside. Good morning, football, live in New York City. It's Wednesday, May 3rd, halfway through the week. We are happy for you as we are as well. I'm Jamie Yardell, Kyle Brandt, Jason McCourty, Mike Garofolo as well. You guys, uh, it's been awesome hanging with you all week, Mike. We are happy to have you and your takes and your information. Time for lead block. Lead block. So, Dolphins running back Raheem Mostert averaged uh, just near five yards per carry last season, and he thinks he should be getting the ball even more next season. And according to Mostert, head coach Mike McDaniel agrees as well. You know, I had a talk with him during the exit interviews at the end of the season, and one thing that he was, like, very apologetic about was the fact that we didn't run enough um, and that he was going to do his, his best to change that for the upcoming year. So when he talks like that, it just gets me fired up even more, like, hey, I know I'm getting the ball a little bit more. The running back room is going to get the ball a little bit more in regards to touches. The newest member of that running back room is the 84th overall pick from the 2023 draft, Texas A&M, Devin a- Dex- Texas A&M product, Devin A. Chain. He's a speedster out of Texas A&M who ran a 4342 combine. Mm. 4-3-2. Say it again. Jason mm. always makes a face. 4-3-2. One hopes that running the ball more in Miami will lead to more of Tua Tungavailoa's time spent upright, healthy, available to the Dolphins offense. Those are all good things when you consider next season for the Miami Dolphins. Let's fill in the blank. This yep. is our game to start off the show. The Dolphins... With a healthy, capital H, healthy, Tua Tungavailoa will be, Jason? Fun and confident. And I say fun, I've gotten clips. We saw Cameron Wolf was here on the show. He showed Tua dancing at uh, his foundation thing and all of that, enjoying.
enjoying the offseason and obviously confident. You can go through all the numbers and talk about with Tua Tungavailoa in the lineup last year, how good Miami was on this offense, how good their record was, and all of those different things. And it just boils down to when Tua's in the game for them, they're a totally different football team. And you can argue that for them in that division as much as the Jets have improved and obviously Josh Allen continue to be the Buffalo Bills quarterback. With Tua in the lineup, Miami are one of the favorites to win this division. If he's out there each and every week for them, they were able to beat Buffalo in that first game where it was a scorcher down in Miami. And then late in the season, it was so much fun right around Christmas, the snowballs going on the football field, how back and forth that game was. And Miami was right there in the playoffs, even without Tua. So this is a team, to me, when you have Tua out there on the field, it is just a ton of fun to watch. Tyreek Hill going down one sideline, Jalen Waddle down the other sideline. And we talked about in the open, they added a guy like A-Chain, fast as hell, to go with a guy like Mostart and the speed out there of the wide receiver. So this team, to me, if Tua can stay in the lineup, this is a team that late in the season, we're going to be saying, hey, Miami, if they win this game, they're going to be the winners of the AFC East. So fun and confident is how I would say this team when he is out there and he is in the lineup. Agree with you on fun. I think fun, fascinating, fast, and fragile. Mm. And the last one is the one that makes us all nervous. And we'll get to that in a second. The fast, first of all, we mentioned the rookie. Mostert is a 4-3 guy. Waddle's a 4-3 guy. Tyreek is a 4-2 guy. They are really fast, and they're only getting faster. The fun part is that we are now year two of the Mike McDaniel experience. They didn't lose a game with Tua as the starter for the playing the whole game to like week 13. Like mm. They were one of the stories last year, and he kept getting hurt. I also think what's fascinating is there's an urgency with the Dolphins. You guys have not won a playoff game since Dave Wanstead was the coach. Wow. That's, it's, I mean, it's a rough, rough streak. Doesn't it feel like now is the time to strike? You have your quarterback on a rookie contract extended. Jalen Ramsey is there. He's sort of getting older. Tyreek is sort of getting older. Like, now. If not now, when are you going to do this? Some of your best players are there. Your roster is loaded. Two is healthy, we think. And I know the AFC is brutal. It really is. Whoever you get in the wild card round, if you get to one, is going to be really good. There's going to be no fluffer team. I'm really worried about Tua, like we all are. Mike, I think it was you who told us about MMA lessons and jiu-jitsu to learn how to fall. Mm -hmm. It's simultaneously really encouraging that he's doing that and terrifying that he has to do that. Mm -hmm. We saw it last year, and it's terrible, and it's really dark and morbid, and we hate to talk about it, but it's a huge part of the Dolphins' season that, you know, week one, whoever they play, and Tua gets tackled, we're all going to hold our breath every single time. And I imagine the Dolphins' owners and the Dolphins' coaches are, too. This is a guy who's had a problem, and if the he gets knocked out. He talked in the offseason about, yeah, for a minute I considered maybe that was it. Yeah. So what do we do then if it's the second week in the season and he's going into the tent? Like, I hate to bring this down, but this is the, I think, the first, second, and third story for the Dolphins. They have a really talented team, and they are really fun, and they are really fast. They got a quarterback deal where, oh, my God, like, it could be done like that. And I thought for sure they would be prime candidate to do, like, your uh, Case Keenum backup, like your guy who, like, and they brought in Mike White, which is still, like, I don't know, like, New York knows a lot about Mike White. It's up, down, everywhere. I want to be so excited and throw a party for Miami. It makes me nervous talking about it. It does. Yeah. You would say week one. I'd say once we're into like week 12, we're still kind of holding our breath. I know. Right? It only know, takes that one hit before he potentially gets another concussion, and we're talking about this again. But uh, he did get assurances from doctors that everything's going to be normal for him moving forward, and he's mm -hmm. not in any further danger than I hate talking else, about it. It, it. it feels uh, to talk about the Dolphins' state of the 2023s and not mention it, I think is. is no, it's fair. Crazy. Well, it's there's fair. a reason why the word healthy has to be in the T up, too. Mm -hmm. Like a healthy to a tongue of Well, but yeah. that's yeah. It's, it's, it's not an ankle. It's not something where he plays two games on, he shows he can. 
can do it. Yeah. And okay, we're, we're kind of It's not Garoppolo so who gets injured. Like, it's, it's a different deal. And, yeah. like, Mike, try to lift us up from how heavy that is. Well, how do, you, how do you potentially take a little bit of that off of him, right? You have a competent running game, which has now been the topic for uh, the, the Miami Dolphins. And Mike McDaniel saying that he didn't run the football enough and they're mm -hmm. 31st in attempts last year. Mm -hmm. I think the most disappointing part was uh, the lack of explosion in the running game. Because I, I went back to looking at what San Francisco did and I kept hearing, Mike McDaniel was a reason for all yeah. those big yeah. runs in San Francisco. Hit man, he, the guy just eats ball all year long and he just sits there and he's in May and everybody else is hanging out with their family and he's sitting there just thinking of ways to hit home run running plays. We didn't see it. 10 20-plus yard rushes last year. One 40-plus yard rush. I mean, this was not the home run team that we saw. So you play off of that explosive passing game with a healthy Tua. You also, again, lighten the load on him mm -hmm. by having that competent running running game. And that's why we talk about A-Chain. And I think that that his ability to potentially be that home run threat and that 4-3-2-40, is that what it was? Two, yeah. So maybe this is the element that they didn't have last year that can now make them more of a dangerous offense, more of a balanced offense, and maybe take a little bit off of Tua. I mean, we might end up seeing a Dolphins offense that runs the ball so much because they want to get, they want to score and get off the field as fast as fast as possible, just to keep Tua healthy, to keep him upright, mm -hmm. to not have him sustain, thir you know, seven third down packages on a single drive. Because the more he's out there, the higher risk it is, unfortunately, for him to get injured. And you just hate to hear that. You hate to see it. The Dolphins with a healthy Tua Tunga Vailoa in 2023. I, I finally landed on the word divisive. Mm -hmm. Divisive, uh, that which causes uh, hostility between people. Because mm -hmm. if they're good, which with a healthy Tua Tunga Vailoa, the Dolphins will be good. In this division, that means they're beating the Bills, it means they're beating the Jets, and it means they're beating the Patriots one to two times in the season. Which means come December, if he is healthy, and if they have done that within their division, you are going to cause a lot of hostility yeah. with Bills fans, with Jets fans, because you are ruining what they are trying to build as well. This division, if he had not gotten hurt last season, this division would have been a, a, a two-headed monster with the Buffalo Bills. It would not have just been a safe assumption to go Bengals, Bills, and that game would have been played in the zone. No. If he had been available to them in October and November and been to Tungavaloa at quarterback that we know it would have been a very different story. And that is exactly what could transpire in 2023. So if the Dolphins are good and they're beating teams, mm -hmm. and they're beating teams on the road and at home, they could be considered a spoiler team because all of a sudden you don't know how to handle them and they will kind of put the spoke in the wheel of the playoff assumption I think that we have for a lot of AFC teams. Yeah, and the part I think with Miami we haven't mentioned too is Vic Fangio getting there. We're talking about the offense and how well it will be with Tua. The defense will be a little mm -hmm. bit different. I think Jerome Baker already came out and said they have more freedom under Vic Fangio's defense. So I think that's something mm -hmm. interesting as they go against the Josh Allens and now Aaron Rodgers being in the division, how they defend those teams week in and week out. Really quickly, Kyle yeah. It, does Jalen Ramsey still have it left in the tank to make a difference on this defense? Without a doubt. Jalen Ramsey was really good last year. The yeah, Rams sucked. And yeah. I think when that happens, you don't talk about certain players the same way. Yeah. Him and Bobby Wagner were still really two yep. good football players for them on defense. Mm. Hold on. I'm, I'm talking about the Rams next segment. You said oh. they, they what? They <laughs> suck. They suck. They, they did. Yeah. They did. Fall, they, fall they, from they grace. Right. Today on Unsolved Mysteries, a Philadelphia franchise with an unhealthy obsession for Bulldogs. A quarterback who's been handed the keys to a storied franchise. And a highly respected draft analyst faces off with an adorable puppy. Join us, and perhaps you may be able to solve a mystery. Hello, I'm Kyle Brandt, and welcome to Unsolved Mysteries. 
the only show dedicated to deciphering the clues and finding the answers to football's biggest questions and beyond. Today, we're going to each present some mysteries we're dying to solve. Let's start in the NFL world. We go to a man whose biggest mystery is that he hasn't exercised in nine months, yet still has eight-pack abdominals, Jason McCourty. What is the biggest mystery headed into the 2023 season, the year of the rabbit? The biggest mystery going into this season, to figure that out, you first have to go back and look at the prior season. Down in Denver, the Broncos were able to trade for a guy, Russell Wilson. And as the season unfolded, there were a ton of question marks as you watched the product on the football field to try to figure out what happened to Russell Wilson and his football powers. We watched week in and week out him struggle to get things going on the offense. The Broncos struggled to find a win. Russell Wilson struggled to tap back into the magic that he once created out in Seattle under head coach Pete Carroll. So it made me wonder, as I'm looking and I'm trying to figure out what happened. He couldn't have just fallen off a cliff as far as talent level. It had to be the Monstars. It had to be Mr. Schwackhammer who was able to come in and abduct Russell Wilson and steal those powers and hand them over to others throughout the NFL. So going into this 2023 season, you wonder, will he regain those powers? Will he get Sean Payton's secret stuff and be able to look like the quarterback he once did in Seattle? Will he be able to bring a Super Bowl to the Denver Broncos, the Mile High City? Will they once again be at the top mm. of the NFL? Stick tuned. We're going to find mm. out the answers mm. to it. The mystery of how Good Morning Football was able to procure a photograph of Michael Jordan with Bugs Bunny is an absolutely incredible thing. Mm. Now we go to the mystery of the stiffest, most random jacket we've ever seen at this table, Mike Garofolo. The biggest mystery for me regarding the NFL is the Los Angeles Rams. What are the Rams? Mm. Who are the Rams? Mm. What is their identity? Will the Rams rise again? Is it a rebuild? Is it a remodel? Is it a re-anything? Whatever R word you want to use, these Rams are undergoing an identity crisis. Can the head coach reset? Can the star defensive player continue to be that force? Both the coach and head coach once considered retirement, and it has been said that once you consider retirement in your head, you're already mm. retired. So mm. can they get back? This upcoming season, we've never seen a Super Bowl team take a dive the way that the Rams did last year. And their quarterback as well. What's his health status coming into the season? Also, their star cornerback. He has been traded. This is a team that some have said sucked last season. Will they suck again? Or will they reach the heights of NFL greatness again? Stay tuned for this unsolved mystery. What is Justin Herbert? Who is Justin Herbert? Who will Justin Herbert become? Justin Herbert is a beautiful man. He's a beautiful quarterback. He's playing a beautiful game of football in a position that is in wild need in the NFL right now. What path will he take in this league? Will he become the Sheriff 2.0? Could he become like Peyton Manning in his time with the Chargers? Or could he become like Kirk Cousins in his time with Washington and with Minnesota? Both, one could argue, have been very fun to watch at this position. One statistically great, the other amasses Super Bowl trophies and Super Bowl MVPs for two different franchises. 
Depending on what you want to become in this league, Justin Herbert, it's up to you. We remain to be seen and whether or not he will be paid the same amount as one Peyton Manning or Kirk Cousins. Again, they can build mansions wherever they want in the United States of America and beyond. So what, Justin Herbert, do you want to become? Hmm. Can we talk about how this track kind of slaps for a while? I'm just kind of, that's the biggest mystery is why don't we use this track for every segment of the show? Why are you doing that in your chair? Because I am moving with the rhythm of the music. Boom, boom, boom. I like this track. All right, let me get back into character. Imagine, if you will, a high-profile, exciting, yet flawed franchise that has not been dropped into the NFL's premier televised presentation in over a decade. My mystery tonight. Why does Sunday Night Football hate the New York Jets? The New York Jets, my friends, have not been featured on Sunday Night Football in 12 years. 2011, the year of our Lord, in which I believe that is Mark Sanchez throwing and intercepted by the New England Patriots. They have not been featured on Sunday Night Football a single time since then. I just saw a clip of LaDainian Tomlinson on the New York Jets. That was their last game. It was an absolute whooping by the New England Patriots. There are only 32 teams. There have been 12 years, and never one of those times have they chosen to put the New York Jets on. Will it end this year? How many times will it end this year? There is Tom Brady going up top for another one to Rob Gronkowski, two Hall of Famers. That's the last time. Sunday Night Football, why do you hate the Jets? We have a full screen here made and produced by Richard Goldberg, who says the Jaguars have the longest streak. The Jaguars are in Duval County, Florida. I understand that the Jets are in the media capital of the world. I don't understand it. Panthers, Falcons, Texans, you should all be irate. Be up there, Sunday Night Football, Carrie Underwood et al. Guys, that was Unsolved Mysteries. We covered a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Kyle, you can get back to bouncing up and on your chair to the tune if you ding, will. Ding, 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 ding. It's like from Goldeneye or something. Like I feel, I feel, I love. Here that is track. the ultimate mystery: What rookie in the NFL will choose a number that will want to retire later in life? Which jersey should we invest in? Whiteboard Wednesday is next. Oh will the whiteboard come for me today? That is the mystery. Hope so. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, football! New Panthers quarterback Bryce Young announced that he'll be wearing number nine this season, the same number he wore in his time playing at Alabama. The rookie jersey that you are most excited to see this season, Jason McCourty, is? I'm going to go with a running back. I drafted in the third round to the Tennessee Titans. I'm going with Tajay Spears. And the reason I'm going with him was he gets drafted by the Titans, and he's talking about all the introductory stuff, the carries he had, knee injury, all of these different things. And the topic of jersey number comes up, and Tajay Spears wore number 22 in college. Well, the Titans have a running back who wears number 22. His name is Derrick Henry. Tajay Spears said, well, he wants to try to get that number from Derrick Henry, and maybe Henry will go back to wearing his college number. So I'm intrigued to see if Tajay Spears Uh. is able to come out of this with number 22. I highly doubt it, but we shall see. I know there's a lot of controversy behind like rookies that are drafted. They could be really good. Other players might have the number, but is the rookie better than that current player? Yeah. I know it's a contentious yeah. thing, right? So Bijan Robinson came out yesterday and said he's wearing number seven yeah. for the Atlanta Falcons, which Youngway Koo had actually yeah. worn the last since 2019. So some kind of deal has been done between Bijan Robinson and Koo for now Robinson to take on number seven because he wore five at Texas, but Drake London wears five. He wore eight in high school, but Kyle Pitts wears eight. So so apparently he's obsessed with the single digits. Kudos to Koo for giving up seven because mm. I think the Bijan Robinson experience for Atlanta is going to be yeah. awesome. Matt, Matt Corral wore number nine for the Panthers as well. Mm. Right, yeah. and he had to give it up. It's, that's, it's kind of a tenuous thing. Like, I understand you're the veteran, but, like, I'm going to be a bigger deal. Usually so, like, exchange. give me that number. Well, Usually seven on the Falcons exchange. is also Vic. Michael like, Vick, yeah. right. That's, like, one of the most famous players ever, number one overall pick. So seven is yes. a loaded number for them. Yes. Yeah. I'm going Joey Porter Jr. here from the Pittsburgh Steelers. And and the reason that's that facts, I, though. Yeah, the reason that I had uh, picked this one. Take a look at it. This, this, this is in college at Penn State. They don't have the names on the back of their jersey, so this right. is the first time, uh, unless he had it in high school. I don't know that he'll have his family name on the back there, and that's oh. an important thing here. Joey Porter Jr. Now. Good, perfect timing on this as I was coming in this morning. I saw a headline in a story. Uh, my guy Dave Damashek, his podcast with Ike Taylor. Ike said that he was told that Joey Porter Jr. is going to wear 24 oh. in honor of Ike Taylor, whom he's known since he was a young little pup. And I love that. I think that's great. I, I, I assume it's right. Ike's never lied to me before, but uh, there you go. That's a cool one. I love Ike Taylor, one of my yep. favorite corners to watch while I was playing. Kyle? So I'm going to go with Will McDonald the fourth from the New York Jets. And you know why I'm going with Will McDonald the fourth? I love the guys who have the, like, regal-sounding Roman numerals after their names. And there's a lot of first, second. Well, there's not a lot of first. That would be weird. Uh, second and third. There's very few who have the full IV. There's even one in the league who has the V. David Sills the fifth for the Giants. So Will McDonald will be dropping out there with the IV. And eventually, guys, we're going to be getting here when we're old. Grandparents is going to be like, 
like Will McDonald the 10th and the 11th, and their names are going to sound like Super Bowls, and I've always appreciated the aesthetic of that, but I appreciate the aesthetic of Mike's jacket, too. Mm -hmm. Jamie, yeah, that's two. true. Uh, question two. Uh, Stephon Diggs and Patrick Mahomes were repping the NFL this year at the Met Gala, which went down in New York City on Monday night. The current player uh, or figure in the NFL that you would want to see at next year's Met Gala, player or NFL figure, would be? This is an easy one for me, and it's a guy that's playing right here for the Giants, so he's local, so he can just jump in the car and get there. I'm going with Xavier McKinney, the Giants safety. Last year he was showing up to a game, and this is the outfit that he chose to wear. <laughs> this to me, it just screams Met Gala all over it. I text McKinney just now, and he said he's actually going to get this jacket to us so Mike Garofolo can wear this jacket on the show tomorrow so I'd he can that, upgrade yeah. from the jacket that he is currently wearing right now. So we have Xavier McKinney's jacket coming in for Garofolo. Great job. You guys know that at the table, I represent the generation of, I, I like to tell you guys what's going on on the, on the TikTok, right? Like yeah, what's popular, so. especially sure. in the NFL season. Specifically last year, there were a lot of videos of Joe Burrow doing anything in life in slow motion. And so women usually tend to like watching that. So I think Joe Burrow should go to next year's Met Gala, but I think he should mm. make sure he rocks the mock turtle with the tuxedo jacket or with the suit jacket because it's the 90s, like, uh, R&B pop superstar sunglasses, too, that he always rocks at time. The over-gelled hair. It's a very specific look. It works in Cincinnati. It works for the um, stay-at-home moms on TikTok. But, uh, you know, whether it works at the Met Gala remains to be seen. Joe Burrow, get an invite next year. Yeah, my knee-jerk reaction was Joe Burrow, maybe Tyrod Taylor, someone who wears something bold. Uh, Joe Burrow, my guy, uh, Tom Marchatelli makes his suits. He made that tiger suit, Jen's oh. playbook on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Wow. Uh, so I thought that initially, but then I thought to myself, now maybe the other end of the spectrum. So oh. give me Jason Kelsey, okay? And give me the fit that he Get had off. on his way to the game. A fine establishment down in Seattle City known as the Ocean Drive. The shirt that Jason, he's, he guest bartends there. They have events down there. So that's what he wore to the game one day. He's like, why am I going to spend $5,000 on a suit that I'm just going to wear just for this arrival shot here to get to the game? No, he's going, so go to the Met Gala like that. See if they even let you in the building. That'd be mm -hmm. fantastic. Mm -hmm. you, you think considering taking the jacket off? I'm sorry, what? You, I don't know what you're you, about. You're going to take it off right here on the show? Think about it. All right, Mike. I have a problem with your pants, too, while we're at it. Um, <laughs> I, I, listen, I, I, somebody has <laughs> to zag Mike. at this ridiculous, pretentious party. So when, they, you know, when they announce uh, Florence Pugh is here and Jenna Ortega, I want the next announcement to be Cody Mauk oh. from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he just Great. walks out here with his big old dumb teeth missing and his hair. And they say, Cody, who are you wearing? He says, I, I don't know, Carhartt? Uh, <laughs> skull, that's what I'm wearing. Uh, right here up in the upper lip, that's what I want. Someone has to take the air out of that. And Cody Mauk, the fantastic rookie that we have featured pretty much every day on this show, will show up on the carpet and just destroy it. That's it, Cody. Oh, Kyle. <laughs> our musical education continues. As the NFL draft is behind us, that does not mean that our draft experts are resting yet. Uh, with more, we're going to hand it over to our Path to the Draft crew with zest and energy like they always have. Yeah. Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome back inside the Path to the Draft studio here. Rhett Lewis, Bucky Brooks, and Daniel Jeremiah back here with you with the draft in the rear view. Looking at some quarterbacks that got some help because, after all, it's about supporting your quarterback or trying to get after the opposing quarterback in this game. But let's talk about the guys who got some help. Bucky, you want to lead us off? What do you got here for us? How about Jordan Love? Jordan Love is tasked with the responsibility of replacing Aaron Rodgers. So the Green Bay Packers decided to help him out, added two tight ends in the draft to try and make the game 
easier for him. Luke Musgrave took a crap, come over. They give them presence over the middle of the field. Then you go back and you think about what he had last year, Romeo Dubs, Christian Watson. They now have a full, complete wide receiver court that should allow him to play at his best. A lot of expectations for him. And so what they did is try to make the game easy by putting two big guys over the middle of the field. Yeah, I'm going to go to Pittsburgh and Kenny Pickett. You know, I think about Kenny Pickett. He needed some help, and it was an easy trip. They just went down to Athens. They just went down to Georgia, just grabbed, picked up a couple pieces, <laughs> and we're going to bring them back. We're going to plug them into this Steelers offense. Think about Broderick Jones, their first-round pick, the left tackle. When you watch them run the rock at Georgia last year and you watch them get after people, it was usually on that left side with Broderick Jones, and then next to him was the big tight end and Darnell Washington, who you see here catching the ball in the middle of the field. So those guys are going to help the run game with Najee Harris, which is going to put Kenny Pickett in a lot more favorable down and distance. It's going to make his life a lot easier. Let's get him out of third and eight, nine, ten plus. I think Kenny Pickett takes a big step forward. And one of the other reasons why is because he's going to be thrown to a second-year wideout from guess where? Georgia. Yeah. George Pickens. Take the Georgia Bulldogs. All this talk about uh, the Eagles. Well, it's the state. The yes. Steelers. It's the state of yes. Pennsylvania yeah. that yes. apparently is, is a big fan of the two-time back-to-back national champion Georgia Bulldogs. And, man, that one-two punch at tight end is kind of intriguing now in Pittsburgh, too, with, oh, yeah. with Pat Fryermuth and now Darnell Washington. And then you talk about the Packers getting a pair of tight ends in that? this draft. Interesting how they try to help their young quarterbacks in that position group. A lot more on the way one more time here on Path to the Draft tonight at 6 Eastern right here on NFL Network. It is the Path to the Draft season finale. We have hijinks. We have recaps. We've got everything that you want to see about this draft and our run up to it coming up for you tonight at 6. We'll see you there. We appreciate you guys so much. Speaking of the Packers, our NFL Network insider Tom Pelissero reports the Packers and quarterback Jordan Love have agreed on a one-year contract extension worth up to $22.5 million. Guys, uh, this came down yesterday right after the show ended. Uh, What do we think of Love's contract extension? The jacket must speak. Oh, that's me. Yeah, you're yes. the jacket. I'm the jacket. Mike the jacket, Garofalo. I, I love it. No, I, I think it's it was a good move because, I mean, you know, a lot of people sit there and say, well, why would you sign that, mm-hmm. right? Just get yourself to free agency. Well, this this is a world where you want some security sometimes, and he got himself some security because if he flames out, he just picked up $13 million yeah. fully mm-hmm. guaranteed. If he doesn't, means he's likely going to earn some of those incentives along the way, and they'll do a new deal anyway. Now, again, some people could sit there and say, well, you should have just gone for full-blown free agency. Well, you know what? Sometimes I want to make sure I got a little something in my pocket first. That's what Jordan loved it. I like it. Yeah, I I like the part of what you said, that he'll be able to earn an extension next year. And sometimes you look at this, you're like, yo, you got to risk it for the biscuit. But in this term, Jordan Love was like, you know what? I'm good. It's when you're in a relationship and you want to go out, the guys are saying, come on out with us. And your wife's like, yeah, go ahead. But you can feel that tone or her voice like if you take that risk and you go out you don't know what tomorrow is going to be like so for Jordan Love it was like rather than find out kind of what's behind the unknown door of next season it's like you know what I'll take this 13 and a half million dollars guaranteed and it's a compromise by both sides and sometimes that's what makes a happy relationship compromise you see you're cool if I go out with the guys right just like 
Sure. Sure. Sure is a bad word. Yeah. Sure and fine. Those are the S and F mm. words. Those are terrible. Yeah. Um, I, I have a lot of respect for Jordan Love. A lot. And I think some. I think this actually has something to do with the way he's conducted himself. Mm. He sat there for three years and never said squat, never said it's my time, it's my team. As the guy he's sitting behind is not only winning MVPs, but becoming this international celebrity for good reasons and bad. It would have been very easy for him to go on a podcast and say a quote here or a quote here that was anti-team or even anti-Rodgers. Hmm. All you ever hear about him is he, hard, he works hard, he keeps his mouth shut, and he's ready. Sometimes that can really pay off. They yeah. want him around, they like him without having seen much football. I think this has something to do with that. Sure, fine. Also another very dangerous one, K. Just letter K. <laughs> It's kind of how I feel about this topic, honestly, is like, okay, uh, he still, it's not my sentiments about yesterday when we discussed them picking up his option, whether or not they were going mm -hmm. to by four o'clock. I feel the same way. You still have to show, so, so what, I know air quotes around, so what, heavy air quotes, so what, you get an extra 13 and a half million dollars in case you flame out. Like you still, you don't want to flame out, Jordan Love. The Packers don't want you to flame out. The NFC North, the league doesn't want you, they want you to become the guy for the next 10 years. So just take that contract and walk away with it. <laughs> What's everybody K. laughing about? I have no know. idea. I have no idea. K is a bad text. K, that's just a bad one. Sure, not fine. even okay. Can I get or if you're just left K. on red. Like and then no what if you just get the thumbs dots. up back? Yeah. I'd Ooh. rather have the thumbs up than the letter K. Yeah. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. knows what's up. He, he also hosts a show in the yeah. afternoons called Kyle Brandt's Basement. If you haven't seen it, heard it, uh, engaged with it, you should. It's awesome. Uh, Kyle puts out takes, and these were one of them. He ranked the AFC starting quarterbacks. 
And uh, Kyle, people had some thoughts about it because it, it's it's gotten some legs over the last it couple really of did. days. Why did we do this? Because May 3rd, that's why. Yes. So listen, <laughs> no, listen, there, there's brand, three very, very exciting new quarterbacks in the AFC. And we've already talked for the last couple of years how loaded the AFC is, especially the quarterback position. So when you put the three new ones in, here's how it shook out. So I just put Mahomes in a division all by himself. He is in the Mahomes division. Then you got Burrow and Allen. Yeah. Then you got Rodgers showing up in New York, Lamar, new contract, and Herbert. Then it gets really interesting. Mm -hmm. Russ, after one of the strangest seasons ever. Deshaun, ditto for different reasons. Then there's just Planet Jimmy. I just got him here all by himself. Jimmy is so original for all his faults and all his things by himself. Then you get this one. These are like, I kind of feel like they're still underclassmen, but they're growing up fast. Pickett, Mac, Tua, and Lawrence coming off a playoff win that was a very complicated playoff win. And then you got your rookies, Stroud and Levis and Richardson. So I, the seven tiers of AFC quarterbacks, and everybody wants in. You at home wants in, and the people on the set here want in. So I want to ask you guys. I'll just tee you up. Yeah. Look at them, and it's obvious it's not scripture. These are not on stone tablets. It's just me in my basement messing around. Which quarterback do you think I misranked? Who wants to go first? What was very visually jarring for me was not only seeing Jimmy Garoppolo on his own, but having Tua Tagovailoa be below him. And that I was not prepared to have such a visceral reaction that I did okay. to Tua being less considered less than uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. And okay. I just think I think Tua Tagovailoa is straight up misranked on this list. So okay. Tua. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I'm going to say Tua, but I'm also going to add in Trevor Lawrence. He really took off towards the back end of last season, and both of these two. Guys, Tua and Trevor Lawrence led their team to the playoffs. So I think that alone, I would bump them up a tier and I would have their beautiful smiles right next to Jimmy Garoppolo. So mm -hmm. Tua, Trevor Lawrence, I'm bumping them up one. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say Jimmy was misranked. He should be higher. And uh, no. right, now, right now, the people in the airports uh, watching without any sound have no idea what's going on. So there you go. That's for yeah. them. Now they know what's happening there we go. as well. But I would put Jimmy. And four? I think he's. Uh, yeah. Wow. I, the sour taste in my mouth from the season last year that Russell Wilson had, I just don't think that Jimmy should be below him. I love the fact that he's by himself, right? It's kind of a unique situation. The other thing is the Raiders really didn't. We thought, ooh, they're going to draft a quarterback high. Look at all the work they did in the quarterback. They yeah. wound up not doing it. I think they still believe uh, that Jimmy could be, for the not for the long haul, but the relative long haul. This is why this is tricky. Jimmy's won some big games in which he's played really, really well. You know, the Lawrence was the most popular response on Twitter. About yeah. How could you have Trevor Lawrence there? I love him, like the most, most of us do. I feel like last year was really his true rookie year because the year before they had Urban Meyer head coach was a disaster. True. Wins a playoff game despite playing terribly in the first half, then makes the comeback. So it's complicated. I got a lot of heat on Lawrence. Question number two. Of all these guys coming into this season, look forward to 2023 season, who is most likely to jump up a tier, to go in the elevator, get in, maybe go from six to five. Guys, maybe go from five to two. Whatever you want. Mike, yeah. what do you think? Here's Trevor with an arrow to show you which direction he's going to go because mm -hmm. this upcoming season, year two for him, is where quarterbacks really jump mm -hmm. up. Wait a second. Jason McCourty just looked at me and said, can you count, dude? It's year three for him. No, it's not. I agree. That first year never happened. I agree. Doesn't exist. The Urban Meyer experience. Throw it out. This is year two with Doug Peterson. They did a great job in year one. I think they're going to be even better in year two. Yeah, I'm not mad at that because Trevor already should be in five, and maybe he jumps up to four. Maybe he jumps up to three Trump's in that three. category with those guys. 
I am going with Lamar Jackson. Okay. I have the dollar size under it. He got paid. As I look at this list, I feel like Lamar has possibly gone through the most change this offseason. Obviously, Rodgers switching teams, but for Lamar Jackson, getting a new offensive coordinator, also getting some weapons, adding Odell Beckham, drafting Zay Flowers. The running game is what it is. I think Lamar Jackson has a chance to step up and get into that category with Burrow and Josh Allen. So I am going with Lamar Jackson on this one. This flirts with the he better kind of category too, uh, but my the one that I picked that was going to jump was Russell Wilson. I think mm. I don't think he belongs at four from a skill set standpoint. I think Sean Payton is an awesome coach, and there was a time that Russell Wilson would have been up there with the number three class. So uh, I don't think it's going to be very hard for him to move up. Last year, you know, for as much as we want to throw away Trevor Lawrence's first, maybe that's what we're going to say about Russell yeah. Wilson's first year in Denver. You know, in hindsight, if you will, that was such a weird year the Nathaniel Hackett experience obviously it worked for Aaron Rodgers but that just means it might not have worked for Russell Wilson and that's fine maybe he needed a guy a leader a head coach that was just gonna have a bit of more of a heavy hand if you will from a leadership perspective I have a general question at the end that I want to ask you about every specific face but going to the next topic okay I I gave Russ the four ranking based on the body of work and equity if I mean last Mm. year he'd be down down I I think Russ's jump would be to remain at four in the category mm-hmm. that he's in. Steady. If he plays well, he stays there. Too. I got you. Um, all right, number three. Of all these guys, we got 16 here, ranked from one all the way to seven. Love Who it. of all of these is under the most pressure this season to win? Jason McCourty. This season, I am going with Mr. NYC. Aaron Rodgers is all over the Tri-State area, going to games, enjoying his time, didn't make it to the Met Gala. But I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers. We don't know how long he's going to play. He's coming to the New York Jets. There's a ton of expectations. He said that Super Bowl trophy is mighty lonely sitting there at the Jets facility. New teammates, a lot of newness going on for him. I think he's under the most pressure to go out there and win right now. I'm staying there. Level three, we're going to call that the pressure level. I'm going to say Lamar Jackson. Got you the offensive coordinator, got you the weapons, gave you the contract. And listen, in addition to performance, if you're aching late in the season, something's bothering you, time to play through it. Nah. Time to push through it. I don't want to see another two-week injury That's turn true. into the rest of the season. It's like, uh, you know, my wife and I just uh, we, we just uh, purchased something. We'll put it to you that way. I'll keep it generic. And Is it a bag of golf clubs? Didn't, something what? didn't work out with it. And it's like, well, we could take it in the condition. And my wife's like, no, no, no. We paid full price for this. We expect the full performance. Lamar Jackson, they paid the full price on you right now. And let's see it. Was That's it a pressure. new Was it a new wardrobe for you? It should have been. <laughs> my wife and I just purchased a jacket. Yeah, and here a it is. And it didn't play, <laughs> yeah. so I couldn't wear it. And now the my shirt, shirt is. Does that come off like we purchased some kind of private jet or something? I don't like know what it came off. No, I'm sure you guys got an air fryer. Yeah, Mike. That's exactly. what we're all thinking. Um, so I was going to go Justin Herbert for this segment, but then I realized that I already dedicated a segment to him. That's, and similar to okay. what the Chargers, like they have to do a little bit more for us to like warrant talking about them, I think, all the time. So I'm going to take the bait on what you just said. And I'm going to say Josh Allen. I really am because uh, for as great as he's played, for as fun and good and, the, and for as great as the Bills have been at times and for the expectation that the Bills had last season, it makes this season a little bit uncomfortable, I think, when you consider what the AFC East has done, the changes that have been made. And the expectation, it's almost like, you know what, Bills, we gave you that shot last year. A lot of people had you in and or winning the Super Bowl, and you didn't follow through. So, Josh Allen, I think you got to do something here because the way Burrow has played and put the Bengals in, I actually think he would make the jump a little bit faster and uh, sooner than Josh Allen would. So I'm going to say Josh Allen. 
Josh Allen, I think to, to for us to be sitting a year from now and say he's on the same level Mahomes would have to be the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's got to bring yeah. one to Buffalo. He's got to be the maybe the regular season MVP too. It's fun though, right? We have uh, all our little neighbors yeah. here living in the apartment. Let me ask you about Kenny yeah. Pickett really quick. You really think that Kenny Pickett has done enough and played well enough to be on Tua Tagovailoa's level, or did you just not want to insult him and put him with rookies? Well, there's there's definitely some of that. This was the rookie level, and also like I I am not as into Tua as you guys. Like I I think that he has played some really good games. I think he's been hurt. I think I don't know if he carried his team to the playoffs, and I don't want to go negative on Tua, but I think he has a lot left to show, and I think just pick it as ability. And this is kind of like the entry level here. Stroud and Levis and Richardson, we'll see in a year from now when we're doing it who the hell that is. But you guys know I like Pickett. I believe in the Steelers. I love the receivers he has. I think Pick to Pickens is gonna be a big deal next year. Yeah. It's not talked about because the AFC is so deep that yeah. a Kenny Pickett yes. conversation comes at the 11 minute 37 mark second mark of the 8A block. But what should have come at the five-second mark is uh, the social media missive from uh, Breaking News. Tom Pellicero, you saw mm -hmm. him at the draft. You know he's a stalwart here in the network, and he tweets. Veteran, go ahead, Mike. You take it away. Uh, veteran quarterback Brandon Allen signing with the 49ers. Sources tell me and Mike Garofolo he helped mentor Joe Barry. He really did. The Bengals love them. That's why I'm surprised he's not back in Cincinnati. But he heads to San Francisco with a lot of quarterback uncertainty out there. But here's the best part. That's a teammate for you right at the end. He knows that a lot of people are going to see this tweet. Have no idea what that hashtag is about. But he threw it in anyway because he knows that this jacket is an abomination to this set right now wow. and this show. So he wants me to take it off. Um, and I think I might. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.